Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Or me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could come in my, uh, you could come in my bottle of water and tell me it's extra nutrients. I think I've used that one before. Anyway, my guest today is a comic who's very wonderful, a comedian, a funny person. It is Keith Trelaw. I make my, I do my own audio sounds. <laughs> I like that you make your own audio sounds. That makes me happy. We all have to be, I don't know. Let's see. We have to be, uh, our own cheerleaders? Yes. Yes. But in some cases, Nicole, you you everybody cheerleader. I try to be, you know, I just try to be a nice person, have a nice time, uh, tee hee hee, ha ha ha, have a nice, have a nice life, you know? Yeah, and, and you will, because you're such a good person. Thank you. Keitra, tell me about yourself. You grew up in Birmingham, Alabama? Word. You're the youngest of four sisters. Wait a minute, you really did some research? Did you really do research like that? I got a new assistant and she's really fucking crushing it. I asked her to do things and she like does it. It's really wild. My other one didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but you know, we, I don't have to, we, don't, we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about how she bought a computer with my money and didn't tell me. We don't have to talk about that. Uh, anywho. Oh, you have fire people money now? I mean... I have fire people money when they spend my money and don't tell me. Then you gotta fire the person. So you're getting the K Michelle treatment. I guess. <laughs> Do you know who K Michelle is? Do you know? I know who K Michelle is, but I just don't know what you're referencing. So she had an assistant and uh she she was her friend as well, but her assistant apparently stole from her. But Ooh, wait. Well, I mean, everything but the friend part. Anywho, so, okay, you're the youngest of four sisters. What is it like growing up with four four ladies who are your sisters who are older than you? Like, do they give you dating advice? Do they give you life advice? What's it about? You close? I am. I am close with all my sisters. It's, I, as close as close could be. I'm the baby. So, you know, they, you know, they don't really fuck with me like that. No. Like, no, now they do. But like as a kid, I was very much like a loner because they were older and everybody was doing their thing. And it's like a, a my older sister is like a, 
13, 14 year age gap between us. So Damn. she basically raised me. So, mm-hmm. so they went, so I was always in the house just destroying shit and singing and dancing and <laughs> like, by myself alone, alone. But like, I, I always wanted a brother. Uh-huh. Too much vagina in the house. And you never got a brother. This microphone you have is so tiny. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Price is Right microphone. This, this is funny. See, I didn't even notice how big your microphone is. Oh, mine is so big. Ooh, I love talking into big things. Yeah, and I, I love talking into little things. I only, <laughs> so, I only have so much capacity, Nicole. I guess a 13-year age gap. Yeah, like you can't really go to a 26-year-old as a 13-year-old and be like, I just me i have some boy problems it's like bitch i'm dealing with a lot more than that i'm 26 yeah you saw like your third abortion <laughs> <laughs> but now you know me my, my actually we are really close and i did talk to them a lot but i did a lot of uh my mom passed away when i was uh 12 mm-hmm. so we all had to grow up like on our own and individually but they gave me Basically, they taught me indirectly because I learned from all of their mistakes. Mm-hmm. From all of that, like they didn't even have to say that. I was like, ah, you had three babies, but it's ah, okay, don't no, you don't do this, okay? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, no, nah, I want to, I want to do none of that. So, <laughs> I, I've seen so much, like so much, <laughs> that my brain was programmed to be like, yeah, I don't want none of you bitches' lives. <laughs> I love it. You see it, and you're like. I okay that's how that turned out and I'm gonna do something different so it turns out a little differently yeah that's the blessing and the curse at the same time because they still talk to me like like around my older sister when I curse and Mm -hmm. I curse you heard me you heard me speak you know I curse a lot but she she'll still be like and she'll call me by my full name Mm mm-hmm so like I can't curse around her. So it's a give and a curse. It's like I'm a I'm an adult now. You have to respect me, but they still look at me as like you the baby. So you just gonna <laughs> you just gonna get sunned. I feel like yeah, you're always the baby. Nobody ever lets you grow up. They're always like, oh, isn't that the baby? She's so cute. She's the youngest. And it's like I'm a fucking adult. You'll treat me as such. And I'm li- I'm the what? You know what's fucked up? What? I'm the smallest too. How's that fucked up? You're the baby. You're the baby and you're tiny. No, but it's like, it's like they took all the genes. They took <laughs> all the good stuff. And I was like, whatever. We, I mean, we got some, I guess we can spare some ass. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Having an ass, that's nice. Having a nice fat ass. Come on. That's the best. I got a fat ass. But, but but my oldest sister is like gorgeous. She has like these beautiful eyes that change colors, like a nice petite figure. What are you talking about? You are nice and petite. You got pretty eyes. What do you mean? No, no. Like, okay, she's like a better version of me. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> this is not right. She's a better version. Yes. Oh, no. So you're like the copy, the carbon copy, where it's like it gets all a little fucked up the more you try to copy it. Like, like my sister, like my, and my sister, that's the second oldest from her, her teeth are so perfect. Mm-hmm. Like she has the most beautiful teeth. My sister that's right next to me in age dimples. Oh my, like, it's like, they got like the good and none of, and all of them are at least five, five. Wait, all how tall them. are you? Five, two. So what? Five, two is great. You're down by the ground. You'll see all the pennies. Oh shit. Nicole, that's a bull. You know, you know, I walked out on stage the other night. In earshot, this lady was sitting right in front of the stage. Uh-huh. You know what she said? Didn't give a fuck about. <laughs> did not give a fuck about my feelings. I walked out on stage. Music stops. It's like that. You know that brief moment of silence. Uh-huh. She goes, "Oh, she's fun size." <laughs> that's rude as fuck. You can't say that. Oh, she's fun sized. In my face, lady. In my- did you say anything back to her? Actually, I'm angry, Saz. Very <laughs> The disrespect. What show was that? That's funny. No, I was at uh, the Irvine Improv. 
Yeah. The Irvine no, Improv, yeah. Ontario Improv. Yeah, I was at that. Oh, okay. I don't think I've been to the Ontario. Maybe. I, I don't know. Whatever. I've been to a lot of fucking places. So wait, you moved to LA in uh, 2010. And then when did you start doing stand-up? Around 2011, 2012. Okay. I, I, the, I would say around 2012. That's the real time. Because, you know, I, I quit like 642 times before that. Sure. I quit. There was a in 2019. I quit every single weekend. There was at least one show in the weekend where I was like, "I'm not coming back. Those motherfuckers don't deserve me. Me getting out of this hotel room. Me walking on stage. Me talking into the microphone. None of that's happening today." And then I take a shower, get dressed, go do the show, and have a really nice time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Just quit every fucking weekend. That they don't deserve me. <laughs> they don't deserve this. They don't deserve my beauty. I did end one show early because people kept interrupting me. It was like the fifth time I was interrupted. And I had played with them the show before. And then the second show, I was just like, I'm a fucking person. Just let me talk. And the last, it was like 47 minutes in, 45 minutes in. I went, you know what? I know I was in the middle of this, but y'all don't deserve to hear the punchline. Fuck you. Fuck this town. Goodbye. And that was... uh Appleton, Wisconsin. I hate that place. I'll never fucking go back. I'll go to other places. I ain't going to see no more apples. Uh Uh-uh. I think I saw you say something about that. I hate them. I'll talk about Appleton, Wisconsin whenever I get the fucking chance. (laughs) Not everybody there is terrible, but a lot of people are. I'd say it's probably 60-40. 60 people terrible. 40 people are nice. That's it. That's it. <laughs> what were you doing the math? When you was when you were walking off the stage or on the play ride? What you This is me walking off stage doing math in my head, being like, you suck, you suck, you suck, you seem nice, lady. You seem nice, you suck. Oh man, I fucking hate it there. But I mean, if you get booked there, go. You'll have a nice time, I bet. <laughs> I don't think you heard my complete set. I think you just heard it in bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. People think like this this physique this demeanor this face this physicality people mm-hmm. are supposed to talk about rainbows and butterflies and when they hear what comes out of my mouth they be like oh <laughs> oh what oh wow wait <laughs> wait that wasn't what this was supposed to be they should have told us I like that you think that people see a small person and they go, rainbows and butterflies. I can't wait to hear comedy about that. I like your stuff. I think you were so fucking funny. You made me laugh so hard when I saw you at Dynasty Typewriter. Can you tell me about the time you invited Neo to see you perform at the J spot? Did you bring that up? You, you, you just, you gonna bring up my not finest hour? <laughs> well, how did you invite, how did you meet Neo? How did you invite Neo? How did you get him to come see you perform? Listen, uh, what's okay? This is the last time I'm ever gonna tell this Bob story. Okay. It's uh, on this day. Remember this. Wait, this is gonna come out July first. You know, we're in the thick of summer, and this is the last time you are telling this Neo story. The last time you get it exclusively. So, when I first moved to, first of all, I have the dumbest look. Okay, mm-hmm. I, just, I just have dumb look and I'm never thinking like I'm never thinking like I'm the one okay <laughs> like I'll never think like I'll be in a crowded room and I'm never thinking like out of all these millions I'm gonna be the one I'm okay like, ah! anyway I used to go to a lot of stuff so much stuff when I first came to LA just so many entertainment events I used to get invited to random stuff mm-hmm. um and I was at the AMAs. It was either the AMAs to see at one of those award shows. Probably the AMAs. Neo's like, a, he's not a country singer. The CMAs is country. I said the CAAs and that's a talent. Oh, that's an that's a agency. <laughs> that's a creative arts agency, baby. So, okay, the, a, the American Music Awards, the AMAs. We'll say right? that. Or the Billboard Awards. One of those awards. One of them. And I met him. You know, I mean, just being myself, just just talking shit. And he goes, uh, man, you're funny. What do you do? And then I was like, I'm a comedian. And he's like, oh, really? What's your next show? And I was like, oh, shit. Then I, well, I, I, I was like, oh, I got a spot. I got a show at the J spot uh, to, to, tomorrow night. He's like, we coming. Him mm. and the whole click. That was like, 
Thank you fucking coming. Yo, this is me like two days into comedy, Nicole. Uh-huh. <laughs> two days and 22 seconds into comedy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I got a show tomorrow. Come see me. Okay. Come see these hot three seconds. I'm about to, because at that point, I thought I had an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, thought I, I thought I had my hour. I thought I had my special. Anyway, Neo and his clique show up to the J spot. Mercedes Benz, like they they come, his manager, <laughs> they show up, him and the people. The, the J spot sits them in the VIP. They like, we in the VIP, we popping bottles of whatever mm-hmm. cheap water they got, champipoli. Okay. So they, they, <laughs> I think, and I think I'm not, I'm not very certain. Okay, Jackie Fabulous was on stage. Mm-hmm. Jackie wasn't doing so hot. Nothing is more unnerving than performing for Black people with money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Black people that think they got money. Uh-huh. It's more unnerving than that. Because, <laughs> baby, you you, you ain't, what's your, your little talent? What's, do your little thing. Because <laughs> we here to show off our outfits. Uh-huh. Okay? So, Jackie, she's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? She's she's like, but but I'm going to go kill it, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go kill it. Jackie gets off stage, and I'm like, yeah, so this is what you got to do. You got to tell them this, and you got to do that. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> so... The host, and I forget who was hosting, but he was a real asshole. <laughs> he goes, yeah, this next young lady, uh, she came on say, I never seen her before, but. Uh, <laughs> That's the worst when a host goes, I ain't never seen this bitch before, but I think she might be funny. I don't know. She looks funny. Please welcome to the stage. You're like, you, what? Just say, <laughs> just say it's funny. Just say it. Right. No, that ain't the, that's not the de coup de gras. He goes. I ain't never seen her, but she must be funny. She got her people, Neo, them in the building. All she, they in the VIP. So, but, 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 wait, Nicole, at this point, I still got confidence. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Still got confidence because I still ain't been up there yet. But I, I do have my click. My click is here. So I get on stage and I'm like, hey. And it was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm used to getting like, hey, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and of course, it's the old, uh, an old black auntie and an old black grandma in the audience is my worst enemy. Because mm-hmm. they all, anytime you hear, I like her. <laughs> They're not going to like you. You're not, you're not about to, you didn't do good. Okay. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't do good. So I was like, hey. And it's, it was like, the claps were like fade as fuck. It was like, and then and it's like to say, she, I like her, she cute. And I was like, uh-huh. okay. So I get out, I tell, I'm like, I'm finna come up across the head. I'm gonna tell my closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did my closer and they was like, no. <laughs> and I panicked. I panicked uh-huh. because remember, I got like seven minutes of material at this point okay uh-huh. my closer was like two and a half so at this point i got five minutes and it's gotta be heat <laughs> i keep going nothing finally i, I say what the and this dude puts his foot on the stage this is how close he is to me and he says damn baby you fine but you ain't funny oh no Everybody heard it. <laughs> oh, everybody heard it. Oh no! This is Neo's exit. Oh no, Neo! Leaves. This is when they exited. Oh no! How wild! And they they, they left, but I didn't see them exit at this point. Oh. So they let me suffer through five more minutes. <laughs> got off stage, and then I look at the VIP. They not there, so then I go outside. They were in the car. I was like, uh, did y'all have fun? <laughs> did you did you they're like yeah 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 we'll call you and fade we'll it call in. you never saw him again never saw never saw him again how truly devastating my word <laughs> i must have lost my double oh no baby you fine 
but you ain't funny. That's heartbreaking. Put his foot on the stage. Don't forget that part. Put his foot. He on put his foot in it. Oh my god. Oh, that is truly, truly devastating. Um, how did you get into comedy? How did you? How did you decide you wanted to do it? And honestly, after that, how did you find the strength to continue? No, I'm kidding. After every bomb, you're like, whatever. Let me just try this shit again. Ah. Uh, to be honest, Nicole, I thought you was gonna have some fine talent behind you, and I don't. They, they ain't no, ain't no man came out yet. Ain't no man. I'm, I'm waiting for. This is why won't you date me? And I'm looking for a date. I thought you were gonna have several dates. Oh, I, I, you know what? God bless. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> it is not a podcast where I find you a date. Um, I would be doing the Lord's work if I was hooking people up, but selfishly, I just. Call this Why Won't You Date Me? And I interview people. And then uh, it's up to the people listening to slide into your DMs. And that happens. I, I, I Nicole, I thought mm-hmm. you, I thought, now to mm-hmm. be honest, I listened to the podcast, but I thought she was going to do something special for me. I, I'm so <laughs> sorry. But imagine I was like, and here are all the men. And then there's just a bunch of dudes who are like, oh, hello, or ladies, I don't know what you're into. And they're like, oh, hello, I, I got you. But no, sorry, I don't have any dates for you. Okay, well, I guess I will trudge along in this bullshit ass uh, life story about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, listen, you just have to wait till. Okay, so we're recording this before July. So this <laughs> is going to come out in July. So you just got to wait till July, July 1st, gun drop. And then, okay, tell them right now, what is your Instagram? Oh, well, since ain't no dick on the docket. Uh, what is your Instagram? At Keetralong, at K-E-T, as in Tom, R-A, long. What's your Twitter? Officially Keetra, at, I hope y'all know how to spell officially, but it's Keetra. <laughs> Can you spell official? No, I'm kidding. No. But li- oh. <laughs> no, no. Nope. <laughs> I hope y'all can spell it, because I spelled it once to name it that, and then I never thought about it again. <laughs> I don't think I can spell officially. O F F I A L. No, L Y. You missed the whole C. <laughs> How did you miss? The- Wait, officially, officially, O F F I C A L L Y. I A L L Y. Ah, shit. This is embarrassing. Listen, okay, we just gave out Keetra's fucking Instagram and shit. So if you're trying to take Keetra on a date, slide into those DMs. What is your type, Keetra? Anybody with some money? Like, like lots of money. Anybody with some money? Anybody with some money. A four-foot goat. A four-foot goat as long as it's got money? As long as it got money. Keetra, no. Yes, I'll take A it. goat can't take care of you. Hey, rent is due on the 15th, okay? A goat can't cook you dinner. A goat can't take you out to the movies. A goat can be dinner, okay? <laughs> so you want to date a four-foot goat that's going to give you money, you're going to cook it for dinner? You, girl. Money is my motivation. Money is my motive. So, okay, so you're looking for somebody with money. Yes, Rich, because I am Steve. I, look, I, I, I ain't made it yet. Okay. Two Tuesdays from now. Hey, in July when this airs, might be different, but as of date, I ain't made it. Okay. So, all right, listen. In a world, say we're in like uh, the upside down or whatever, everything is different. Money doesn't matter. What are you looking for? Ooh. Uh, loyalty. Okay. What else? Loyalty. Tall. Be tall, please. Okay, tall, loyal. Be attractive, please. Attractive. Be attractive. And and don't try to do comedy. That's it. Okay, and don't try to do comedy. Don't try to tell me any fucking jokes. Don't try to tell me your friends tell you you're funny. Don't try to compete (laughs) with me. Don't. Actually, don't even like comedy. How about that? Don't like comedy? But don't you want them to support you and like come to your shows and shit? Yeah, but I want them to sit there and be quiet. Just be secure. <laughs> Nicole, I'm sure I'm sure you get this as a female comedian. I'm sure mm. you get it all the time. Like get what? Random 
dudes who 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 may or may not know you and they're like oh people tell me i'm funny all the time or they're trying to tell you jokes and shit that, oh yeah i have been on dates with gentlemen who are like i'm funny people have told me i'm very funny they told me i could be a comedian and i'm like oh well if they tell you to do it you should just go do it i went on a date with a dude who i was like this isn't a date you're just picking my brain about like open mics and shit and I was like, I don't know how to say this without coming across as cocky. It's like, I don't do open mics anymore. But like, here's a website that you could find a lot of open mics on. Here's a lot of spots that still do them or not still do them, but do them. Um, and then he was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So like, do I just like show up? And I was like, I can't walk you through how to do all this. This is terrible. This dude just slid in my DMs. He's actually kind of cute. He had a daughter. Ugh. And uh, I you try don't want no kids. I try to embarrass single fathers. Uh, single mothers wore the shame for years. My mother was a single mother. <laughs> like she wore the scarlet letter. Got to get them all back now. Got to get them it's all back. Time to back. flip the script on a man <laughs> who stepped back. up <laughs> and is taking care of his child. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you can't be stepping up. You can't, can't be out here posting pictures of you and the kid looking cute. Ugh. You're filthy. Where's your woman? Where's your ring? Dirty. You're dirty. You're disgusting. <laughs> You should be married. God okay. doesn't approve of this. So what did you say to him in your DMs? No, here's the thing. You know, oh, it was from the show, Marcella's show that we did. Oh, yeah. Women Crush. Yes. This dude was actually like two or three dudes was in my DMs. But this one. Oh, this one. He he was he was cute. I can't, he was like, hey, I really enjoyed your set. Uh, maybe we can go out some like no, this way he said, maybe we can uh, have coffee and I can discuss, like, I, I've always wanted to do comedy and we can discuss. I was like, well, I don't drink coffee, but hmm. I, I can tell you if you want to do comedy, uh, you know, just start with open mics. Boom. And then I said, there's a list. There's groups on Facebook. And he goes, yeah, but he's nudging. I want to take you out now. My brain is very black and white. Mm -hmm. Would like to date me? Say that. If you would like to talk to me about comedy, say that. Like, I, I don't, I don't. You're not mixing the two. You're not getting a spatula, putting it in a bowl, mixing it up, scooping it out. Yeah, I, and and that's in general. That's with anything in life. You have to be very direct with me. I Mm -hmm. I have, I have uh, my brain a little slow, Uh, but he was, he was like, he, he just kept prodding. Like, yeah, but. You maybe you could show, do you have an open mic? I said, I don't have an open <laughs> mic. Sir, what do you want? Because at this point, at me, uh, <laughs> I mean, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the courtesy. That's how you get me. You, you, you get my numbers. Help me get my numbers up. Otherwise, I'm just not like you're not even doing the basics. And you got a kid. Sir, I could just tell you now, I could just save us both some pain. Um, yeah, I, I probably went fuck. <laughs> I mean, I I also think people could be just a little bit more direct and a little bit more upfront with like what their intentions are and like what the fuck they want from you. Because otherwise you just have to wonder. And that's not fun. My mom used to always say, my okay, because I was my mom's favorite. <clears throat> argue with your mama if you want to argue with me about that. Uh that was for my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to always say, like, you have so much book sense, but no common sense. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a hard time in life, baby. <laughs> wow. But no, she she understood my strength. Like, I'm not. Like, you have to be you have to tell me like you have to say yes or no. Like the in between doesn't make sense to me. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Ever absolute doesn't make sense to me so if he would have asked me out i would have respected him more and i probably would have said yes but since he was like do you have an open mic which <laughs> it's at this point i'm like you see my work baby do it look like i got an open mic come on look i'm professional out here when was when did you get your first boyfriend oh shit that's murky because i was like ugly up until i was like I think I was 17, 18, 17, 18. Oh, stop it. You weren't ugly. I get tired of having to tell people these stories. I'm a, 
I'm a, I wasn't ugly, but let me just say this. I, I was very awkward. I had a through from probably fifth, sixth grade to 12th grade. Very awkward. I had a mustache. I weighed like, I weighed 87 pounds when I graduated high school. Oh, uh, yeah. Teeny tiny. Yes. I was very little. I was very, uh, you know, and then had to put myself, didn't have myself together. You know, people mm-hmm. don't believe that, but that's honestly. So that was like 17, 18. I didn't get my first boyfriend until then. And he was in college. Oh, he was in college. He was in college. So I did. Oh, so an older man, man, a man, man, a man, a man, a man, a man. Oh, whatever. I tried. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he was. Still follow me on Instagram because they still all want it. <laughs> you see it, baby. real quick we have to take a break this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. you know there's always something that i really need to talk about and thank god i have a podcast but then there's stuff that i don't want to reveal publicly so i talk to a therapist and listen we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Okay, so you're saying every dude you've ever dated follows you on Instagram because they all still want it? Or that the last dude that proposed to me, like last month or the month before last, who is married, by the way. Wait, you said what? The last dude who what? Proposed to me. Proposed marriage to you, was already married. No, no, no. He wasn't already, he went and got married after, like after I cheated on him. But that's neither here nor there. Wait, what? Back up. So the last, start this again. The last dude that you uh, started again. That what that that see the code you missed the point. I was trying to get somewhere else with that. See how I and I'm trying to go. I'm trying to reverse back and take a left. Okay, I don't want to go right. I want to know about this man who you cheated on and then he got married, but he still follows you on Instagram. Tell me about this. He don't follow me on Instagram, but he like like he came to my page like after a long. Okay, so quick story. I grew up Jehovah's Witness. I don't know if you know that in your research. <laughs> Let me go through it. Uh, nope, that's not fair. So I grew up Jehovah's Witness. And um, that was, I was at one point, I was trying to get my life together. I'm a heathen right now. Uh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But 
the kingdom hall was like right behind my last apartment. So I would just walk there and start going and I was trying to get myself together. And uh, he was there and I noticed him. And then one day I went to the bank and we re-met. I had some problems. Mm-hmm. We re-met. We connected. Well, he was this fellowship. I don't know what you know, that is. That's when you kind of disassociated from the congregation or whatever at the time. So he was living life fast and free. So he was fucking around. And then he was like, uh, marry me. Uh, but I, I'm out here, baby. You can't tame me. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And so I ended up cheating on him with an ex dude that was dogging me out. That's neither here nor there. Okay. Yeah, my grandma died. And Bay flew me back to Alabama, where then on the way back, I cheated on him with said ex. And then he like he was trying to get back to me, with me. He had proposed, he was like, let's get married before I go back into the congregation. Let's get married before I go back into the truth. Anyway, long story short, that didn't work out. <laughs> Needless to say, he went through my phone, found out I was cheating. None of his business, but he got what he got. Okay. So, you know, shouldn't have got caught. <laughs> they got caught catching me you know what i mean uh so anyway he left we we broke up we we, we broke up we parted ways this was probably like five years ago and he would always message me and email me all the time so i was like yeah he, he before he got married he messaged me and he emailed me and i was like great congratulations mm-hmm. then he kept email. I was like, listen, I'm going to tell your wife. If you keep contacting me, I'm going to tell your wife. Uh-huh. And then he held off for like another seven months. And then he hit me up again. And I sent his wife a message on Facebook. Get your man. Only because he had did me dirty. He did me dirty. But you cheated on him. Yeah, but he had did me dirty at the midst of that. But how did he do you dirty? Because he called said dude I was cheating with. But you were cheating, so you were doing the dirty first. No, nah, because he should have went through my phone. But you were cheating, so then he like thought, maybe I should go through her phone, and then it confirmed that you were cheating. Kidra! If you think, then you should just go. Okay. I don't believe in going through people's phones. I do not believe that, because if your instincts is telling you something, follow that instincts, or be prepared for whatever consequences <laughs> come later. Because guess what? He did find out I was cheating. And then we still got back together and I was still cheating. (laughs) The best part about this is the way you are telling this, like you are in the right. You are (laughs) not in the right. I can tell this story. We got back together and I was still cheating. (laughs) I can tell you that now because it was a lesson learned. First of all, I'm not a good cheater. I'm not at all because I was nervous every time, all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not that person. So, but that's what I learned. I'm not that person. But then I told his wife and he probably deleted the messages from her because one morning I woke up at five o'clock to take my pee break. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it's like nine Instagram likes on, on my phone. And guess who they're from? Him. Why do you keep finding me? I guess he just really loves being cheated on. I don't know. No, you know what it is? You what? know what it is? What? I think because I'm like this. When it seems like you have something right there in your grasp, And then a person changes that quick. You want to believe that they were the person they were before they did said thing to you. Mm -hmm. So you're always holding on to that person instead of what's really in front of you. Mm, Interesting. So he was holding on to the, the, the Kitra who did not cheat on him the before times. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that was, I was immature though. (laughs) Date me now, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. Okay, now in the year of our Lord of 2022, you is a changed woman. You ain't gonna cheat no more. No, I am not. I would not do that to somebody. I would cheat. I, I was not good at it. That was the lesson, Nicole. Punch you listed. I wasn't very no, good at I it. No, I got the lesson. I under you're not good at it. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I couldn't cheat on anybody. I I tell my business too much. I would just be like, hey, I cheated on you. I, guess what I did last night? Uh, I fucked somebody else. Sorry. What's your side, Nicole? 
I'm a Virgo thank you with a Virgo rising thank you again. <laughs> Virgo with a Virgo. I don't know that many Virgo, except for Beyonce. Yes, me and Beyonce, we are both Virgos. Thank you. I don't I don't know if we have we have good chemistry. I have to look up my chemistry with Virgos. Wait, what are you? I'm a Pisces. Okay, Pisces <laughs> and Virgos. Okay, let's see if we're compatible. Oh, a Pisces and Virgo friendship is what? Highly compatible. As Pisces is full of compa- they're full of compassion and will do whatever they can to keep their friends in times of need, making them seem naive in their trust. But this is one aspect of their personality that makes them so unique. What about me? <laughs> Okay, so we're both mutable signs, which means we're flexible and adaptable and can adjust to any situation, which makes us great friends. Okay, we have a strong sense of morality and appreciate honesty. Um, Let's see. Highly intuitive. Read each other's thoughts without speaking, making us ideal friends. See, Nicole, we did have instant chemistry because I remember I told you I thought you didn't fuck with me. Yes, but I I don't remember not talking to you or not being like nice to you. It wasn't that you weren't nice to me. It's just that you went and fucking with me. I was like, oh, hey, I get you. You're just like, oh, hi. Oh, but it's because I didn't know you. You know, when you meet someone for the first time, you're just like, oh, I don't know. Hello. Nicole, and you're like, I thought you would be like you were at the dynasty when we talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, I walked in and you were just like very animated and talking. And I was like, ooh, I want to talk to this person. This is fun. Yeah. And, and, and my boy, and you had my boyfriend. <laughs> my boo. Who? Uh, what's that? What's that? Oh, my friend Evan. Evan. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm about my boo what's his name <laughs> so, so so little secret i have short-term memory loss oh you do oh like it's very serious i'm so sorry how did this happen i think from birth oh um, how do you get tested for that because i don't remember shit <laughs> right right well it's a, it's a it's like they send you to like mental skills test and basic basic test and you like get on this paper and it's like oh what's this a circle square repeat what it was and then it's like square circle circle mm-hmm. it's just a, a series of little repeated tests repetitive stuff and i do and people get me like that all the time because people will be like hey Keetra, or and they fuck up my name. Or Ketra, hey, Ketra. And I'm like, hey. And then I'm like, I've seen you do comedy. And I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, you don't know me. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I forget that I've met people. I have adopted. A, I try not to say nice to meet you anymore. I try to say nice to see you. And then sometimes people will go. This is the first time I'm seeing you. And I'm like, OK, cool. Thank you. Uh, I'm really glad you uh, you pointed that out. That that really means the world to me. Thank you. But Nicole, you're just a nice. First of all, you, you are one of the only person people that I've just like not had like good. I mean, like interaction with before. And we've just seen each other in passing. Mm-hmm. We're like Keetra. And I was like. Oh shit! She like took the time to say my name correctly. Like, oh, you, oh, bet. Like I, like I fuck with you. Well, okay, it's because my best year friend is Sashir Zameda, and people mispronounce her name so much. And when I first met her, I put her name in my, I put her name in my phone incorrectly. I just misspelled it. So every time I looked at it, I was like, that can't be the way you say it. <laughs> what the fuck? What? So then I just didn't say her name out loud for a while until I heard her say it a bunch of times. And I was like, okay, so her name is Sashir. So then I was like, hey, Sashir. And then she was like, yes. And I was like, oh, I did it. I said it right. I don't know. So it's just like I try to get people's names right. Sometimes I really fuck it up. Yeah. I, it, every time somebody fucks my name up. So when somebody says it correctly, it means like the world to me. It, oh. it, it, it shows that they care enough. I was at a show the other night and this guy was like, oh, 
I I watched several interviews and I was like, damn, I didn't even know I had several interviews. But okay. He was like, I watched several interviews to make sure I was pronouncing your name correctly. And I was like, damn, that means that means like so much to me. You know, there's people out there who are trying. Teacher, let me ask you a question. Do you remember your first kiss? Yes, I do. It was in a coat closet. A coat closet? Yeah, I was hot. I was hot out there. I was a, I was a little baddie. It was like, I think I was like seven, six. Or, I might have been six or seven. I was a, there was this bad boy in my class, Jason. Mm-hmm. And I forgot mm-hmm. his name, Jason. Only a little white boy at my little urban school. Okay. And he was bad. He used to get kicked out of class every single day. Like, and mm-hmm. I, every single day, he was so bad. Uh, and he got sent outside our little cubicles where we used to put our coats. That's mm-hmm. where the teacher would send him. And so, of course. Wait, the teacher would send him to a coat closet? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sure he's got some probably issues with like claustrophobia or something. I'm sure he's in therapy right now being like, yeah, that bitch shoved me in a closet. I don't know why. That's fucked up. You can't do that. It wasn't small. It was like a long room, though. Still. It's where coats go, not children. Listen, that's the way <laughs> they used to do it. I guess so. All right. So Jason is in the coat closet being bad. And I got I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I got sent back there, too. Mm. I don't think she remembered Jason was back there. Oh, no. This woman. <laughs> so we were just back there doing whatever. And Jason was swinging from the little coat thing. And I remember in front of him. And he just kissed me. And I was like... This is grown. This is like too adult for me. <laughs> and I kissed him back. Mm-hmm. And that was that. And then did you guys like talk about it? No, I'm kidding. This is like, how old were you? You were six? Yeah. Never spoke about it again. <laughs> Till this day. Till this day. Looking for Jason. Looking for that kiss. Well, Jason, if you're listening to this and you kiss Keitra, let us know. You can email why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com and let us know about what that kiss was like in a coat closet. With me, <laughs> the legend. Oh, the legend. Have you ever made out like in the back of a school bus? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I had some very traumatic, like, I, but I didn't, I haven't had very many relationships. You said traumatic. Yeah. The first time I got fingered was on a school trip, a basketball sport trip. And this boy named Reginald. Uh, you put everybody's I, names out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, well, it's it traumatic. Is. You don't have to talk about it. They know what it is. They fuck with a legend. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so boys, boys and girls basketball team used to go on field trips together all the mm-hmm. time. But boys were supposed to be in the back. Girls were supposed to be in the front. But of course, inner city school, we bad. We raw. We coming home from a game, a good loss or a good win. Everybody fucking on the bus. Everybody making <laughs> out kissing. Somebody get finger back. I wanted my chance to get fingered. So me and him liked each other. And I take my little hot tail back there. And I sit in the seat. Now, he had fingernails at the oh. time. Yeah. I'm about, I'm about to say what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. He had fingernails. So I didn't know what it was. So he just put his little hands down there. Well, he was trying. Like, so I had never been penetrated before. Okay. So I, I mean, I didn't even know where it was. That was the first time. Like, what do you mean you didn't know where it was? I didn't know where my little hole was. I didn't know what the sex, I didn't know where the sex hole was. What do you mean? Wait, how old are you at this point? This is high school. I'm like, 14, 15. Okay. You never had like a mirror and look down there or anything? No, girl. Good Christian girl. Good Christian girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And you just, you never thought to just like stick your little fingers down there and see what was going on. Nope. But you were like on this bus, (laughs) let me get fingered. Yeah. Just go touch me, you know, touch me down. Oh no. Just go touch it down now. You know, play around a little bit. Little uh-huh. titillation. Little titillation. Oh then, no. And then he he had nails. So he just he kept going. I was like, ouch, that kind of so anyway, he just put his finger all the way, but he scratched. So I 
thing I, I, I still have uh, post-traumatic stress, like from fingers. Like you can't, you probably like play with my clit or something, but you cannot. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm just telling the people why I got post-traumatic stress. That's something. If you try to slide in my DMs, I'm telling you, off rip, come on now, don't come over there with your little Edward Scissor hand. <laughs> okay. Um, what about the best date you've been on? Man, I have had such good, I've been flewed out a couple of times. Who flewed you out? Hey, now we can't be saying those names. We can't. Be. <gasps> I want to know who flewed you out. Okay. I understand. We can't. Okay. Wow. It's a couple of names. I will not draw. Uh, you've been flewed out a couple of times. Yeah. Haven't you? No, no, but no, no, no. <laughs> nobody's ever flewed me nowhere. I'm the flewer. If, if I want someone to go somewhere, I got to be fluent. No one's flued me anywhere. Yes, Nicole, this is why we're about to be best friends. We finna get you flued out. This, I mean, like, where'd you get flued to? Beautiful. You're too beautiful not to be have, have gotten flued out. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Where'd you get flued to? I ain't a couple trips out of the country. You know. <gasps> out of the country? You got to get a passport to go on a date? I've been had a passport. It's passport cheap, baby. Wait, what country did you get to go to on this date? Uh, we went to Asia. Uh, we went to a couple of places. I went to Thailand. I what? Went... Yeah. And how long are these dates? Ooh, that one was like, because it, it, he was working. So. Oh, okay. That one was like, uh, but I, we, I, I think I was there for like, I think I was in Asia for like three, three and a half weeks. Damn. This life. I want this life. And you can have it. I don't know. See you out here. You out here. So she, she, she got a man. She does. But just like that's why you got to get you a side side best friend. A side side. All right. You gonna be my side side? Get me flued out. How how much have you learned from me already, Nicole? I have learned that cheating takes <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of work, and it's not fun. And that I too could get flued out if I. But you haven't told me how. How do I make this happen? I don't know, Nicole. I have the dumbest luck. Once again, I just had the dumbest so, luck. So, okay, did you approach these people or did they approach you? I'm like, truly, teach me. Teach me how to get uh, a man with money. They approach me. Nicole, I am, it, for as big of an extrovert as I am, I am such an introvert. I am, mm-hmm. I am so shy about talking to people. Like, uh, unless, like, you have to be like, Hey, okay, it's okay to talk to me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the, I, I, I mean, because I've been in so many crazy situations. I think the only celebrity that ever like dissed me was Drake. Drake dissed you? Yeah. What he do? It wasn't even a Drake. Like it was. I was at an award show once again. <laughs> How are you at all these award shows? Like, right? Not getting an award, and that's why I stopped going to him. I, like, I didn't get no goddamn award. Let me get my ass. <laughs> And I vow I not to go to award shows to I go. Also, you look absolutely beautiful at the uh I think you were at the Emmys this year in the pink. Oh, that was uh the Critics Choice Awards. That's how you get flued out. Bitch, I'm trying to tell you. Not one person flewed me out after wearing that dress. Well, did you look? Not one DM, not one phone call, not an email. <laughs> nobody nobody's trying to get at me and that's fine i get it whatever but still you have not taught me how to get flued out i think you lying nicole i'm not lying not one person has hit hit me up after that not one person was like you look so beautiful i want to date you are lying you gotta be lying i am not lying (laughs) i have seen your titties you've seen my titties Yes, and they are good titties. My naked titties? When did you see my titties? Oh, not naked titties. I just seen them in a dress, like pulled out. Not your naked titties. Come on now. Oh, okay. I'm not trying. No, Come on now. Now you got a nice set of titties. They're fine. They're fine. They're actually pretty small. It's a lot of padding. Yeah, we talk, you you talk about that in your your set, but I'm telling you, they look good in a dress. Well, thank you. 
So I don't, that's how come I don't believe you not getting flued out. I'm not. And I need to know, you still haven't given me the instructions on how to make it happen. If you'll notice, I haven't told you because I don't have the answer. I, I had the dumbest, besides, I just had the dumbest luck with me. Wait, how did Drake diss you? So you're at another award show. Oh, this was, a, and it wasn't even a diss like that, but this is hilarious. Uh, at an award show, I forget what it is. I, that same night, I met like Diddy. I met Fifty that night, Ooh. and I had hey, I was on a good run. You know, I was at the bar with John Legend, Chrissy Teigen. Okay, oh. I was, I was, I had a good run that night. So I was sitting by myself, like I always do, because I'm a, I, I be people watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's at this at this show at the theater wherever we were there's like a separate entrance for time and then there's these steps which is what i didn't see i didn't notice the steps mm-hmm. so drake floated down like jesus <laughs> okay uh-huh drake floats down like jesus and then all of a sudden he's just there like right in front of me and i'm like oh shit and then a swarm of people out of nowhere come and then it's Everybody like, ah, 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 we love you. And then this white lady and her kid come along like, can I get a picture? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then he takes a picture with a little white boy. I was like, well, surely. <laughs> oh, surely. So I wait for the crowd to dismantle. And then it's like still like kind of people. And then I was like, hey, I was like, hey, Drake, what's up? And he's like, what's up? And then I'm like, uh, can I get a picture? He's like, oh, OK, one second. I'll be right back. Never came. <laughs> Loaded back up the steps, never came back. He said, no, thank you. Goodbye. Right. And, I, I, and you know what? You know what I think it was? I had on my coat. I had on my coat. Oh, I'm he couldn't see the titties. Well, he wasn't going to see them. No way. I'm all, I'm all sternum. <laughs> really ain't got no titties. But if I had to scoot it, if I had to scoot it like 36 inches to the right, mm-hmm. if he'd have caught me with the coat on, and mm-hmm. saw and saw my my ass sheet hanging off the chair. I'd have got that picture. <laughs> I'd have got that picture. Wouldn't be no stopping me. Wouldn't be no stopping. If he just seen that booty cheek just hanging off the chair, he would have said, mm-hmm. "Gotta get that picture." I'm Keith the cheek. <laughs> Keith the cheek. Wait, real quick. We have to take another break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. 
Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. Keitra, okay, so what advice do you have for me to try to start like finding somebody hang with me baby i'm the way okay i'm the way the truth and the light no but you single too yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is collective you don't have to say it like that but yeah we're, we're together in this okay we got <laughs> we got we gotta wrap this up to okay just to bring it back what you're looking for is a four-foot goat with money who's loyal and not into comedy, and that's what you want. Absolutely. So if someone was to slide into your DMs, would you respond? If I like you, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I asked all my guests this question, Keitra. Would you date me? Yes, fuck yeah! Ooh! I love to hear that. Sometimes people say no, and it hurts my dang feelings. Why would they say no? But Nicole, we are compatible uh, zodiac signs, so we are a Virgo and a Pisces. We're we're, we're mutable, so I'm mutable. I don't. First, of, me, me, we're gonna go on a date, but not that date, that kind of date. We're gonna go on a date to get you a date. Okay, and then we'll get you a date, and then we'll all have dates. Yeah. Can we, if we don't get that goat, I don't know how it's going to turn out though. I don't know. I'm telling you, people are going to DM you. They're going to slide into your DMs. They're going to be like, ooh, this person's going to be good for you. Or they'll be like, hey, I'm a man and I'm good for you. Or whatever. Like, I think your DMs are going to be flooded. Who's the the most successful guest you've had? The most successful? What do you mean? In terms of like getting DMs or like? Yeah. Um... All of my male guests, every single last one of them have thanked me after like a month after the podcast airs and they go, Nicole, 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 the DMs are plentiful. They are flowing. It is a well. It hath runneth over what to treat for me in my eyes. Lots of titties and whatnot. Yeah, because a lot of single ladies listen to this podcast and um, apparently 12 straight men. They keep DMing me to let me know that they're the <laughs> a new one who has started listening. So I you so at least 12 DMs. I could expect yes, you're gonna get 12 DMs from all my straight men. At least 12 uh, DMs. I'm look, I'm gonna comb my hair, I'm gonna do all the fritz, I'm, I'm gonna run the nine. And if you are a four-foot goat, <laughs> I love that you just keep saying goat. I wanna read, um, I did get hit on on Instagram, or not Instagram, on Twitter recently. Um, this lovely, lovely gentleman, he said, uh, hello, Nicole, I am tell, uh, no, wait, hello, Nicole, I'm telling you, leave the single life, bypass dating and skip right to being my lady. I saw you on the mass Singer and I'm a man of substance, so I care less about your money. Your body is fire. I love chocolate BBWs with big titties and pretty toes. And I didn't know how oh and then he just tweeted if you got humong if you got big humongous titties with big chocolate brown pink or red tits red that needs sucking and a fat punani that needs to be licked and sucked for hours on a regular basis and you're in Los Angeles hit me up it seems like he's just hitting up any old person wait a minute he wrote a song Treat her like a lady. Ooh, whoa. (laughs) I love this man. His name is Joel Turner. (laughs) The way you're looking at me. Um, I'm trying to find the other tweets that he tweeted at me. Oh, yeah. He's just tweeting the lyrics to his song. 
He's having a good time. Uh, so why would you date this man? He sounds, <laughs> he sounds like a good prospect. <laughs> he, I, you know, he, I don't know. Maybe I will date him. Uh, I'm trying to find what, what is your type, Nicole? My type, honestly, right now is like nice, kind, caring, nice to me, um, attractive to me has a job with like income, uh, living their dream, not like following a dream. Okay, we, we gonna find you somebody. Get me flued out, please, Ketra. Okay, Ketra, we have, oh my God, I just mispronounced your name, Ketra. We just, I, I got too excited about getting flued out. I'm so sorry. I'm hanging up. This is over. Ketra, no! <laughs> Listen, uh, I got excited about getting flued out, but we have come to the end of the podcast. Do you have anything that you want to promote? Uh, just follow me on Instagram because by the time y'all hit this, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you like this episode of oh, Why Won't You Date Me, you're going to follow Keisha. You're going to love Keisha. You're going to DM her. And if you like it, you could rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or whatever and Spotify and shit. And if you write me a dirty message hitting on me, I will read it. Uh, you can write it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com. Please don't send dick pics because my wonderful producer Marissa doesn't want them. But also <laughs> this person DM'd this one to me. They said, I want to take you on a fun vacation uh, while there we'll participate in a grape stomping. Like I love Lucy. It'll be so fun. We'll both fall over and get totally covered in grapes and grape juice. I'll lick the sticky grape residue off your body and you'll enjoy it so much that we'll end up making sweet, sweet love right there at the grape stomping place. I promise I won't get any grape in your puss. After that, we'll go for a delicious meal of authentic pasta. And you guessed it, more wine. Thank you. Uh, so that's it for this episode. Hold <laughs> your face. Bye-bye. <laughs> that's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.